yo 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 what's good welcome back welcome back pc open field another episode bam here with my boy hellfire back to talk some sports a lot just went on past 24 hours in the world of sports before we get into that shout out to our goat members cobra son Raddus, camatose and clutch and limit legend members commit if you want to become a limit member click join down in the membership offers in the description um yeah, man, Russ just got benched, bro. I feel like that's just the biggest, biggest news so far. Before we get into uh, before the we get topic at hand, man. If I'm sorry, but if Russell Wilson got benched, Derek Carr should have gotten benched. I was waiting on that one. They even showed something. He had better stats than like Patrick Mahomes or something like that, right? Yeah, Russ did. He it was like. 3,500 yards, 28 touchdowns, and like six or seven picks. Yeah, that's tough. That's super yeah, tough. he's getting benched over not wanting to get to uh, get rid of some of his guarantees on his contract. My thing is, so if he getting benched, where should he go next? I mean, if he's getting benched, they're prepping to get rid of him because they don't want to pay him as much money as he's scheduled to get paid. Right. And the way I see it, a team like Pittsburgh would be a good fit. A team like uh, – well, yeah, Pittsburgh is one of my first thoughts, one of the thoughts I've been seeing all over the place. Uh, if Atlanta, for some reason, can't get fields and they don't want to draft a guy, then maybe they can invest in Russ, but I don't see that happening. He has a limited market. What about the Raiders? I can see it. He's going to have to take less money regardless. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not going to have a big market, but at least in Vegas, that'll be a little bit of an upgrade over what they've got. Because... A big market would mean not having a big market would assume somebody looking to pay him that contract, what they trying to avoid right now over in Denver. And I don't think that's the case. I think, well, he got like $35 million a year. I don't yeah. think he's remotely close for his next bargaining deal. I don't think he's getting remotely close. Probably like 25 maybe. Yeah, if that. And. Um, tonight's game. Seeing Joe Flacco ball out against the Jets will be nice, but I don't know if he'll be able to the way that defense has stifled quarterbacks all year. Somebody that's hurt, too. Man, these be the games like the Jets will win, though. Watch what I tell you. They'll go out there and, uh, uh, they mysteriously just look good because that defense, that defense is stifling. And then on top of that, I mean, they play to a point to where like all they really need is somebody not to be brain dead at QB. Essentially, which they haven't gotten that this year. <laughs> True, but they get it in spurts and pieces from the brain dead person, of course. Yeah. So I'm like, they might, they might pull that off right there, but who knows? That I'm would like, be that would be quite the upset. 
for sure. I think they win. I don't know. It just really depends. But if they keep going to the playoffs, because the Browns' defense ain't no joke either. So I'm over here playing around like, I don't know. The Browns' defense ain't no joke. Man, I think it's going to be a defensive battle if all goes well on both uh, for both teams. If we're going to sit here and be realistic about it. Cleveland is seven and a half point favorite, too. Oh, that's a little high. Yeah. At least to me, that's a little bit high. I just mean they ain't got no faith. Uh, I just mean they ain't got no faith in the the QB for whoever whoever the Jets go roll out. There. I don't know who they. I go think roll. they're. I think they're still starting Simeon. In all honesty, man. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Seven and a half. Yeah, they probably they probably cover that spread. I ain't gonna lie. I definitely think that spread gets covered. That's crazy. Miami losing the Rutgers right now. Oh, that's gross. These these was the teams that you know Florida State was trying to use to get up in there. That's crazy. Yeah. They're struggling right now. And speaking of Florida State, their players already said that. If they finish undefeated, that they're gonna want to act like they're national champions, like that UCF shit in like 2017. It's tough, man. MC Robinson with the five dollars. Is Alabama gonna destroy Michigan? And one of the biggest weaknesses for the pick Big Ten defense is a running QB. Of course, Bama got the chance to blow them out, but I don't know. It might be a close game, honestly, because it's like a make or break year for Jim Harbaugh. Like, it is. Like, they, like, this game really feels like it's it's a strength versus strength because both teams are really good defensively. It's just a matter of whose offense is going to show up. Michigan struggle with scrambling QBs. We'll see. Uh, I mean – but then again, this it's not as bad as what Ohio State does. I mean, if we're gonna keep it a buck fifty, I just think you know, as a Bama fan, I think we go out there and go ahead and put them through their misery and go ahead and win. It should be an Alabama versus Texas in the national championship. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but we'll see. You know, anything can happen. I know a lot of people yeah, I've honestly got Bama and Washington for the title, but Bama and Texas three will still be pretty entertaining. Just because Nick Saban got to figure out how to stop that offense at this point. Yep. He still ain't sure he can stop it yet. And that's why I damn near want to see it too, just to see shit. Can he stop it? That offense is just too wide open, man. Like, and this is like with Stark, man. He hit them. He hit. He hit money plays religiously over and over and over again, dog. Like so, yeah. I don't want that matchup, but that's looking like it might be the matchup. So. Yeah, that's the the recipes are there. Oh, y'all say I'll say Big Ten. That's funny. It's over with. It's over with. 
You can, I mean, they got a chance, bro. We can see, but I don't see it happening. Michigan defense good, but I think Alabama defense better, man. Yeah, I do too. Just based off of like matching up their their front sevens, I like Bama's front seven better, and that and when it comes to the secondaries, I think Alabama's depth is better too. I'm trying to see how you think uh, Washington gonna beat Texas though. It's just Texas doesn't always do well in shootouts, and it's damn near the same makeup for Washington as they had last year. And Sark had issues dealing with that offense. I don't think Texas secondary is gonna be able to keep up. In my opinion, I think that – I think the Washington is going to really struggle, like, offensively. Like, cause I don't think that O-line is going to be able to, like, hold up mm-hmm. and, like, keep keep that D-line contained from Texas because Sweat and them boys are such a legit – they got, like, an SEC type of line. And I don't oh, think Washington's ready for that defense. Like, I think I think Texas is going to be able to stop the run and they're going to make Michael Pennis sit back there and make those decisions, which he's shown to be able to be, be able to do, but – I think Texas is rolling right now at the right time. Their offense is starting to look good. Quinn Ewers starting to look comfortable ever since he came back from injury. So, I, to be honest, I don't think that game is going to be too close in my opinion. Mm. What, you, what, you, what you think the score will be? To me, I think it's going to be around, like, 33-17, something like that. Like I think I, I think Texas wins comfortably, Ooh. bro. I'm not going to lie. I think Texas wins comfortably. I'm not going to lie. Because I think Washington's a good team, like, no doubt, but not as not like – I just think Texas' defense is way too legit for them. I've seen Washington struggle with teams like Washington State, the Oregon State, even though, they're, like, I understand some of those are away games and, like, conference games are tough, but that's no excuse to be being in dogfights, winning by field goals to certain teams that are nowhere near stacked up on the line of scrimmage or on the defensive side like a Texas yeah, that's what I was saying, man. Like, that's what I was trying to tell folks because Texas looked like they damn near got, the, got an SEC team already. They, they that's prepared, what I'm saying. They prepare for it. So it's like I don't see how Washington's just going to go out there and just be able to just play that Pac-12 football on them like that. Pac-12. Yeah, we got to talk about Washington defense. Washington, like, we lucky that Jonathan Brooks got hurt for Texas because they was going to run the shit out of the ball. They still going to – my bad. But they're going to run the ball, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. Because Washington's defense ain't good. They're not good at stopping the run. And they're just not a good defense overall. And, like, with Xavier Worthy, my boy Mitchell from Georgia, mm-hmm. like, like they got they got some good outside threats, too, out there for Texas. Yeah, because I don't yeah, think – Yeah, that Washington defense is healthy, but it's proven to be – it's proven to be a problem. They got that one um, guy on the pass rusher. I forget his name. I think it's, like, Polkers on the Trice. I forget his name. I yeah, Braylon Trice. Braylon tries, yeah. But yeah, like outside of that, their defense has had some holes this year. Yeah. Expected from a Pac 12 team, to be honest. I just don't think they're going to be able to win that line of scrimmage battle. I don't think that's really going to hurt them. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, like both teams going over 30 points. Mm. Uh, oh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Cause I didn't see Washington, Washington's offense struggle against 
other teams that are nowhere near Texas's defense. Texas defense is legit this year. They got a good. Yeah, got a good it's, it's legit. That that front seven they got. I'm trying to tell people that that D line they got is some serious, especially that fat boy right there that at that yeah, nose. Sweat. I don't think people understand. Like he really is a problem, bro. Like nah, he one of them like, ones. A major problem, bro. Like so, I'm like trying to figure out, bro, how they gonna. So that run game is dead right there. Just based yeah, off it's dead. Game. It's dead. Yeah, yeah I don't dead. think their running game is gonna be able to to be as good as it usually is. It's gonna have to depend on panics. Yeah, he's gonna throw the ball forty damn near fifty times when they play, probably. So yeah, that's one. Man, I, man, I, I saw a quarterback throw the ball seventy-one man. times. That's light work. <laughs> that's insane. Seventy times is crazy. Wayne Haskins threw the ball seventy-one times in a blowout loss against Purdue. In like 2018, it was the uh, the year that they honored that kid that had cancer. I did not know that 70 yep. times. Yeah, which like hey, 72 times. Hey, hey, Bama, what what you think about that Michigan game though? I know you know you got to talk about that. You already know, man. I think Bama finna go on handle business. I think it's gonna be close just for the simple fact of this hardball. Like, even though he's been successful, it's like his like little make or break year. Yeah. He ain't been there long enough, and it's like, damn, bro, you ain't delivered on nothing. You know I, I, yeah, mean? I think they've been a letdown, bro. Like, losing to TCU and then my dog smacking them the way we did the year before, bro. Like, they've just – they've gotten there. They've been on their Notre Dame type shit. They're going to make it to the Final Four, but they're not going to do nothing when they get in. No. I, I think Alabama's like got that win. It's going to be a close game, but I think they're going to win that. Yeah, I don't I don't got no faith in JJ McCarthy. I'm not gonna lie. I think I, I can see the potential, but I just, it's definitely not there right now. Like they rely on their run game way too much. I don't think he's had enough like reps really sitting there trying to beat people with his arm to sit there and beat that Alabama secondary with Terion Arnold. You got Kool-Aid McKittree. They're probably the best cornerback duo in the whole entire FBS right now. Like I don't yeah. think JJ McCarthy gonna and be able you to got Malachi Moore playing the star. Then we got the best, arguably the best safety, but the best freshman. Uh, oh, Caleb Downs, yes sir. Caleb I'm Downs, a Josh Downs, little brother. Oh my gosh, that boy. Yeah, is I'm familiar. Serious. Yeah, he's he's something serious. Bro. I'm trying yeah, to tell people, bro. Down. And for us with our special team, switching switching Caleb to punt return. Oh my gosh, bro. Like I don't know what it was. No disrespect, because Kool Aid, he he an easy top ten. You know what I'm saying? Pick because he the best corner in yeah. football. But I don't know what it was with him and punt return. He just. What he on that Trevon Diggs side time. Yeah, so the fact that we got somebody back there that wanna wanna catch them punts, bro, and wanna wanna make something happen, bro, that just made Alabama even more scary right there. So it's like he's smart too, bro. He coming in like Nika, bro. He just ready, bro. Since from day one, bro. A freshman, literally. That's what freshman. I'm saying. Like, cause I was seeing him play last year, like when he was in high school too, like Mill Creek. Bro, he would literally be doing everything. He would be going from rushing in for touchdowns, catching passes down the field, getting interceptions, making tackles, like even throwing passing touchdowns at times. Like he does everything, bro. He's an all-around type of guy, bro. He's a Swiss yeah. Man. And Josh, Josh is a dog, bro. But I'm just talking about respectively, like in in their positions. Caleb is like a he got a, a he was like a real deal football player, bro. Like nah, facts, yeah. Like he got like that instinct. Bro. He got that instinct for he got that instinct to play ball, bro. Like yeah, Josh kind of smaller too. Like Caleb, Caleb, big dude, bro. Who you yeah, wait, Caleb Williams? Caleb, no, Caleb, uh, Caleb Downs. Downs, the freshman. Oh, Caleb Downs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, he's still now Alabama, y'all. Y'all got some hitters, you know. Even though Bama, you know, I'm a Clemson guy. I want to see Michigan win, but I think the way y'all been having that momentum, like you know, we all know, it's it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and y'all got the ball rolling. So it's like y'all kind of y'all stay, y'all dangerous, you know. People forget too; they beat my dogs without they main starting running back in Jason McKellen, bro. Like, is yeah, he I mean, back Bama. I don't know, man. That that one was in the boot. Yeah, neither teams were fully healthy, but they they look good, like. Alabama, they just controlled the game. It was like a well-coached game, too, because, like, Nick Saban did a good job managing the clock, controlling the game, and maintaining the lead because, like, there's points where Alabama could have lost momentum and Georgia could have came back in, but Alabama just kept on getting the first down. Like, they kept on that getting timely plays. So like, so that's one thing without Nick Saban. He gets timely, like – well, not Nick Saban, Alabama. Y'all get timely plays, so, like, y'all get a first down at the right time or – they need to get a touchdown at the right time. They extend the lead out. So as soon as they score, y'all score right back. And then you get a stop. And it's timely plays. I don't know what I don't know what Nick Saban be putting in the aura over there in the football field, but he got some over here. Program. We make practice harder in the game, man. So when you need to come up in them situations, you do you do you do answer the call, man. That's just it's a, it's a business over there, Bam. It's a factory. I mean, right now, man. That's how it should be. The game should be the game's really supposed to be fun. The practice is the really the hard part in any sport, in my opinion. Like practice is like no, the I agree part with that. I agree Because like you wake up, you wait, you wake up for a game, but for practice, you'll be second guessing yourself sometimes. And that's what, and that's where it'd be a lot of it's a, a lot of problems where some of the guys come in there and they have to leave up out of Alabama because practice they can't is business mode. They only have fun when they win. Like when they only like. When y'all you seen them boy laughing on the sideline when they up 20, 30, like them, that's really the only time they have fun. Yeah, yeah bro, I not heard about that locked shit. In, in, locked in, two bro. A, they doing cold. two a days during spring yeah. and summer, during fall camp. You know, Saban having them boys working over there, boy. He ain't playing with them. And it's just saving the worst of two now. When they see here going 12 and 1, 13 and 0 seasons, multiple national championship appearances, it's like it shows. So. I do got a question for you, Hellfire, and Bama, you can answer too, about Quinn Ewers. Let's say he does ball out, right? you think it's smart for him to come out or it's smart for him to stay another year, in y'all opinion? Oh, it's a week I seen up oh, I think he should stay another year because with the way that this QB class is looking next year, he can lock in QB1 mm-hmm. and not have to do too much. But the, the thing is, though, I think he could easily if – he, if he messes around and wins a natty this year – he can shoot himself up to QB too. I mean, like Drake May, yeah, he's uh, he got, I don't think he so. Got, he got the profile, but with that type of hype, because we forget Quinn Ewers was the most what's it called rated one of the most perfect quarterbacks of all time in like yeah. ranking history. Yeah, and he still is he, he still has one of he still has one of the best arms in the FBS right now. If he is he giving you? He's giving hype, me. He's giving me like I know me me and how I go back and forth about Trevor Lawrence, but. The way people feel about Trevor Lawrence, that's what Quinn Ewers kind of giving me a little bit. That vibe, I think he's really good, really great. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. What does he do, like, exceptionally super well? It's like, he's good. It's not like he's good at everything. But it, what does he do it's super it's elite? Just under pressure. So if you, look mm-hmm. at, if, if you look at Quinn Ewers, bro, if you look at his throwing mechanics, bro, 
that shit, he got like a nice beautiful. little quick motion. It's ridiculous, bro. That shit is you beautiful, go back, bro. Go yeah, back two years ago. Go back two years ago with Alabama, uh, with, with Bryce. Bro, before he got hurt in that game, bro, they was really knocking his chest plate out. Like, like the, like the blitz was literally getting there, and Quinn was still sitting in that pocket. Delivering oh, yeah. dots. Delivering dots after dots after dots, bro. Like, so, yeah, he, he does have good pocket um awareness. So he's I mean, one of the best at throwing it. Yeah, he probably has the best people like accurate accuracy and accurate. And it's a flick. It's like a it's like a quick flick, bro. It's like a and it's just boom out there, like on the money. So okay. I mean, for me, I think that translates very easy to the NFL. Yeah, and my thing is too, is like we forget, like, especially like draftees and college football, just the sport of it, it's built a lot around hype. Like we forget in the beginning of the season. Bro, Jaden McCarthy was ranked as a higher quarterback in the draft over Jaden Daniels. I don't think any GM, I don't think any GM right now would take Jaden McCarthy over Jaden Daniels. Like any GM. No. That's good. That's completely flipped now. Cause a couple games could change where you can change your complete trajectory, bro. We've seen it before in college football. A couple yeah, games can change where you go. Yeah, because he was Cause, a, I think Jaden Daniels was to go second round or something like that. Then now he's a locked first rounder. That's what I'm saying. Oh no, man! With Jaden Daniels, I think uh, I think Jaden Daniels, dog. Oh, that's that's tough, bro. I know he won the Heisman this year. Oh, oh, bro. I'm buying it, but I ain't fully sold on it. You feel me? Like, cause when you get to comparing folks to Lamar, I don't like them NFL comparisons. No, I know they like and I know, and I don't like the Lamar comp for Daniels anyway. I, I like the Prescott comp. I, the only reason he gets the Lamar comp is because of like I understand the play style because he's very fa- he's faster than Dak Prescott. He he is very athletic, agile, and that's the only reason they compare him because like they see a tall, lengthy guy that runs fast. And they think of Lamar. Same thing if you think of a. A big, if you see a six-five the guy that can run with strong arm, think of Allen. Like it's just, just it's kind of like lazy in my opinion. They just automatically go to the guy that kind of fits their play style immediately. Like, like I, I don't want to give you the backstory. I was like, for example, when they did Trey Young, they just saw a light-skinned dude that could shoot, and compared to Steph Curry, when he plays nothing like Steph Curry, you know what I mean? It's just lazy comparison in my opinion. Nah, I, I agree with that too. I don't think Jaden Daniels is like Lamar. I think. Lamar is a way better rusher, but I do think Jaden Daniels is a more mature passer coming out of college. Yeah, like, for I sure. Like I said, it's the more it is the more athletic Dak Prescott with a much more accurate arm. It's, I agree. It's nowhere near Lamar. That's that's a great comp, uh, Hellfire. That's a good yeah. Comp. I would say I never thought yeah, about that. that. But I can see what you're saying because like his throwing his throwing style is kind of like Dak. I see what you mean now because. I don't see Jaden Daniels manipulating the pocket like how Lamar is, or even yeah. I mean, shit. Even in college, Hellfire they play similar. It was just shit. That I mean, it ain't like Dan Mullen corrupted Dak's development with that team offense he ran Mississippi State. You didn't see much of Dak throwing the ball. <laughs> Yeah, That's why when he got to the NFL and he was throwing the way he was, I was so confused. I was like, "What? What? Like shit?" 
That's why what, I what type of offense they ran. I hate looking at Dan Mullen offenses and people thinking that it's great. Yeah, uh, I didn't so, even I didn't watch Dak when he was that so I guess I, I guess you're not high on I guess you're not high on um Bo Nixon. I'm not high on that SEC reject at all. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm not he, I'm not super high on Bo Nixon. If he was saying Atlanta should draft him like no, like, I saw I saw him go to Oregon and my dog still made that boy look scared. Hey, speaking of your dogs, how do you feel about getting the most hated player in the state of Florida now? <laughs> you talking about um, what's it called, Etienne? Yes. Hey, man, I love that we add another running back to the committee, man, because we finna lose Kendall Milton and um, what's it called, Dejon Edwards, because they're seniors most likely. So I'm glad we added more depth to that running back room. Uh, I just already added to the running back we got in 2024. The transfers in the class we bringing in right now is like insane. I'm not gonna lie, like Georgia really cooking up right now. Bro. I mean, yeah, because like, because there's that there's that tie y'all trying to beat, but y'all tired of losing it to that tie. And we, and I'm going to that game next year, Bama. We play y'all at Brian Denny, man. And man, get I, back I was supposed to go to the national championship, but I ain't healed up enough to sit down, bro. In tight ass seats, bro. I'm so man, about that shit, bro. That's the thing, man. If Nah, I mean, you don't want to see Bama lose again to Texas, so that's whatever. Not the national championship, but the uh, game versus Michigan. I live out in Cali. So. Or, the, or the Rose Bowl? Or the Rose Bowl? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. going to be a great game. Uh, I do – I do. the thing that I like about the college football playoffs is the style of team play. Like, that's one thing I'm excited, like, to see the different styles playing each other, like the, the yeah, rugged nature, the rugged nature of Alabama – the flashiness of um, Washington. Yeah, because certain conferences do have different, like, it's really, like, different play styles. Like, if you go look at the Big Ten, maybe really outside of the state, <coughs> most of those offenses are really, like, a run-heavy offense, you know, physical, physical I football. mean, Purdue went full air raid this year for the first time, as they are Graham Harrell as their OC. Yeah, you got, you, got, you, got some, you got some teams that try to sit there and try to air the ball a lot for sure. And then you got your like, you know, your Michigan's who's running the shot of the ball. Kansas State gonna run the ball a lot. Iowa gonna run the ball a lot. And speaking on JJ McCarthy talking about how he can't throw the ball, I get how people don't have faith, but he's dotted my team up the last two years, and that's given scouts. Who's your team? Say the Ohio State. Uh, uh, Ohio State are you? He does. He does make some throws. He does. He definitely makes some throws. I agree. Like he makes some throws where you can see the potential. My thing is though, is like what I don't think we see enough to say that he's uh, only twenty. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm it's his age. It's his age is what I feel like is why yep. he's such a big draft ride. I don't think it's like ability or something like that. I, I see him make some where he has really good zip and he's accurate. Hey, Hellfire, that is so funny that you have to say that now. He's only twenty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's his age. He's supposed to be man. Like, <laughs> but all those other quarterbacks are that's like not, that, that is that is kind of that is actually that is crazy because Bryce came in at twenty. Yeah, Bryce either came in at twenty one. That's like the age you you normally come in at. Like, that is kind of crazy yeah. now. But like now you got guys because COVID really messed up a lot of stuff. Yeah, it messed up a lot of the. Uh, now, it's gonna take a while for everyone to get pushed out. I mean, Jaden Daniels not too old in my opinion. He just turned twenty three, so mean, it's not too bad for Jaden Daniels. But you got Bo Nix, who's already got a wife, and he's twenty four years old. Yeah, he's gonna be a rookie, right? Like, yeah, Michael Penn's twenty five. Yeah, I feel you. Like, I don't know how Michael Penn is gonna be in that. Go ahead. I think how far I point, Jason. I think 
with JJ, we haven't. It's the style of offense Michigan run. They're so they have that big offensive line. They have some good running backs, and he's rushing Billy. They're running team, so it's like there's no need for him to throw the ball. I feel like he can't throw it. It's just we haven't. The offense probably hasn't allowed him to do it as much because there's no need to because they're up by so much usually when they play. No, but at the same time, it it's the way it's always scripted though. Like even when they're not up as much, they have scripted games to where McCarthy doesn't throw the ball as much. And talking about how hopefully a year without Corum and Edwards could be different. No, they just got Mr. Ohio and Jordan Marshall and they got Alex Orgy back there too. I think if he stays, it could be another year of that. Yeah. My my thing is though is like even when we seen Daniel McCarthy like be asked to throw the ball like versus Maryland, like he struggles sometimes. And I just think that's due to reps. I think I honestly do think Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah. I honestly do think he needs more reps, to be honest. But, like, I can understand, like, him getting drafted right now, especially with how young he is, and sitting behind, like, a vet quarterback and then, like, grooming him until him becoming ready. Because we've seen that before. You talking JJ? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about, like, yeah. Like, him going to the draft and, like, just sitting behind a quarterback for right now. I ain't trying to be no hater, bro. I know Nick in the chat, and he loves his Michigan quarterback. J.J. McCarthy, I'm no fucking NFL quarterback, bro. He hey, gonna be I mean, one he's of, not Bama, there yet. Bama, I'm with you. Bama, I'm with you. I'm with you. He's going to be one of them dudes. You see him in the grocery store or you see him selling cars. You're <laughs> like, oh, shit, bro, you playing for Michigan, bro. Like, that's what's up, bro. Like, he wanted them uh, Matt, uh, uh, Max Matt Ryan quarterbacks. Oh. Like, he good enough to be on the D1 team. I get him that. But I don't think JJ is him either, to be honest. I think he has a really good run game at O line, bro. He gives you backup vibes, Bama. No, he's basically, bro, a Mac Jones without a track track team of receivers, bro. So you really get to see it. And it's like, bro, you I ain't gonna lie, JJ better than Mac Jones. Let's not do that. Bro. That's that, that's just the Bama talker right there. JJ better than Mac Jones. About to say. Man, and you know what's crazy? You know what's insane? To the person in the comments talking about how Ohio State's defense wasn't top five this year. They were second in points allowed, first in pass yards allowed, and they were – I mean, their only flaw was the rushing game, which they were 23rd. Yeah, but yeah, overall, for total offense, they were third in the country for yards allowed. Yeah, so it was good. It, it, it was we, were, we were a fucking great defense this past year. Talk about Ohio State. They just didn't do well. Talk about yeah. Ohio State? Yes. This is one of the we best had, defenses we, Ohio we had State our defense has defense finally under fucking control, and the quarterback play didn't work. That's how, for the first, this is one of the best defenses Ohio State has had in recent years. Yeah, we haven't had a defense this good since we had both the Bosa's and Chase Young. I would say the defense is the defenses with um CJ was terrible, bro. Yeah, it's terrible. It's kind, of like, it's kind of weird having seeing Ohio State with mediocre quarterback play right now. That's what I'm saying. Y'all went from it was weird, but I, I mean it, it was weird, but I expected it. He he was another Craig Krenzel. Do y'all think y'all go play Aaron Nolan next year, or who y'all gonna play? Because it doesn't look like Cam Ward or DJ is gonna come. <sighs> J-Ron wants at Aaron the moment. <clears throat> at the moment, we have we have Devin Brown starting the game against Missouri tomorrow. And I got a feeling that's who's going to lead the quarterback competition between him and Aaron Nolan heading into next spring. Hellfire, I can tell you this, though. I've seen Aaron Nolan play in real life. He's legit. He's one of them ones. 
he got an arm on him. He could he could really throw that ball. And if and, and y'all got Jeremiah Smith, y'all got that um that other that other freshman. I think it was a Cardell Tate or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Cardell Tate, Jeremiah Smith, Mylon Graham from actually probably like twenty minutes or so from where I live at right now, and he is really fucking good. The way that he is off the top of, off the top of his routes, it's disgusting. I seen um. Go ahead, continue. I I know the rumor has it that Emeka's coming back. Marvin Harrison Jr. shouldn't come back, but he was yeah. fielding twenty million dollars. So who knows? Yeah, if he gets that, I saw that he wasn't dressed up for the bowl game. I don't think that means much, to be honest. Like, no, I mean he hadn't really practiced much at all for the bowl game. Uh, I'm not sure if he's even going to play. He probably won't, but that doesn't. I don't think that means that he's probably still thinking about it. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he is without, without a shadow of a doubt. He's there in, he's there in with the team for the Cotton Bowl, but I don't know if he's going to actually play. When Marvin comes back, man. Him and Jeremiah Smith, that could him, be Jeremiah uh, Smith, Carnell Tate, Mylon Graham, like the, whoever the quarterback's going to be. There's not going to be any excuses. I think that could be better than the 2019 LSU wide receiver core. That's potential. Oh, I mean. my God. That's that's potential right there. I mean, well, it was Jetta, Jamar, and Terrence Marshall. I mean, that, I mean, you got Jeremiah Smith, who's looking very generational. Cardo Tate, I mean, he's he's good. I mean, then you got Marvin Harrison. That's kind of, you know, self-explainable. If that if that was if that was the case, I'm not gonna lie. Ohio State has no excuse next year. No, and with the and with how we were playing as a defense, we were running a three three five, and I cannot stand three three five based defenses. They are horrible. But somehow Jim Knowles got that shit together. Yeah, y'all defense y'all defense was looking good all year to be honest, bro. From the line all the way to the secondary, y'all was y'all boys are stout. I got Denzel Burke. I know y'all got. One of those passwords. I can't. I can't remember his last name. It was like yeah, some, I know he's Hawaii yeah, or something. Yeah, GT is probably gonna. I mean, thing is, we haven't had a lot of opt outs, and not many people are saying whether or not they're actually gonna leave. Yeah, that's the same thing for Georgia too. Like Bullard and um, Malachi Starks might come back too. I've been I've been seeing that around on uh, some of the Georgia profiles on Twitter. Oh man. <clears throat> NFL, dog. What y'all thinking about uh, Lamar winning the MVP? Hey, man. I, go ahead, Elvar. It will be very contingent on whether or not they beat Miami. Because if Baltimore loses that game, that knocks Josh Allen out of the MVP race. I'm going to say that right now and as confident as I can. 40 touchdowns, congratulations. But that Jets game put you on such a – steep hill to climb from the get-go. And if Miami wins that game, you're out of the MVP race. And then it'll I mean it'll depend on how it is with week 18. Lamar's got plenty of positive momentum. My thing is I I like Lamar winning the MVP. I think he's rightfully deserving. So I think he's been extremely consistent which most of the quarterbacks that's in that race really haven't been like Purdy has had his up and downs 
Dak has some weeks where he was. Oh, Purdy's you know, had four awful games. He does not need to be in that race yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jalen Hurts has had his up and down. It's like, Lamar has really been the guy where he had, like, maybe a game or two, you could say, this season. But for the majority of the season, he's been extremely consistent. And the games where they've needed him to show up, more times than not, he's showing up. And he's doing this in a lot of the games without his best receiving third and Mark Andrews. Right, and end. also that helps that their defense is in form, too. The last couple of years when he wasn't able to close out games, the defense set him up in really bad spots. Also, too, I just say this, man. Brock Purdy still got to show me, bro. He can just do more than just bare minimum to receive credit on the, on the, on the, on the project, bro. I told people this. And I get it. In a grand scheme of things in football, yes, you don't want to want your team to get behind two touchdowns and all that. You want to go out, you want to play a clean, crispy football game. But in the state of the NFL right now, quarterbacks getting two hundred thousand, I mean two hundred million, three hundred million, five hundred million. So pretty much what they telling you is the QB is the most important position in football right now. Okay. If your quarterback consistently can't will or 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 win you a football game when you down 10, 14 points on a consistent basis, but he has these great games where everybody is – there's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like, bro, at some point, like what – when do we ask for more from him? You feel I get it. He do yeah, play. Exactly. He got all of these air yards. He got all of these. I get it. He do. Oh, he accurate. All of this outside. Everybody like pulling up all these numbers outside the numbers inside. He good. All of that, bro. But like I said, when everything going good, he is good. But when it's going bad, bro, he trash. He trash. He don't do nothing for you. He do, he does nothing. He just be hanging around. My thing is, too, we got to start blaming Kyle Shanahan, too, because it, it's definitely Purdy. Like, I, I definitely think Purdy gets a lot of blame. But we've seen this multiple times with Kyle Shanahan now when, like, game gets kind of out of reach, touchdown, maybe a touchdown to field goal, two scores. Like, might as well just call it a wrap. This man literally has, like, an 0 in, like, 30 or 0 in 28 record in, like, the four, when he's, like, trailing in the fourth quarter. Oh, like, he's 0 in 30. Oh, he is 0 in 38 in that stat. That's, that's what I'm saying, which is a Yo. terrible stat, bro. Like, his play calling has been kind of sus because you got McCaffrey sitting here running the shit out of the ball, getting big, explosive runs, moving the sticks. And you're sitting here trying to drop back with Brock Purdy for what? Just keep going with the running, bro. It's been multiple times. We've seen, it, we've seen him mess up with play calling with Jimmy G2 in the Super Bowl. We've seen him with the Falcons in 2016. Kyle Shanahan, like, he's great in spurts, but there's times where he needs to be that consistent play caller and he just doesn't show up for that 49ers team, just like Brock Purdy don't show up. You play Hellfire, what you think? Well, like I said, with this whole thing with the MVP, uh, it's going to be contingent on the winner of the Baltimore-Miami game. If if, if Miami wins that, that's going to propel to it when people had him out. Yeah, for especially sure. now with what's looking like Waddle is going to be out due to the high ankle sprain. We're going to have to see how that offense looks again. If Tua beat Lamar, does Tua then become the front runner? Yeah, I, I I think whoever wins that game wins MVP. I'm not going to even lie. Because Tua's leading the league in pass yards, too. Niggas be hating on Tua, bro. Yeah, people. Bro, yeah, bro, well, Bama, keep it up, Buck. He's been playing good as a recent, but before that, like, 
Noodle Arm Boy was definitely like he wasn't. Yeah, he, I ain't saying. Never, I ain't saying he never had a rocket launcher. He never. No, he ne- he he didn't have like this top tier arm, but he didn't have a noodle arm either. Yeah, he never had a noodle arm. I'm kind of trolling a little bit. Just like the way he throws the ball, it looks like he's putting all his strength into it every single time. I mean, he broke his hip, so he damn near probably is. Like, I ain't, I ain't finna debate y'all on that. Like, shit, he probably really is, bro. But, yeah. Um, his anticipation, the way he run that offense, that RPO, he run. Yeah, that Tua. Oh, no, he's he's well, an elite Tua, intermediate. Well, Tua is one of of only a few guys in the league that has that ability to have that anticipation and be able to have the timing with his receivers. Like that's that's a lost art. I, I'll give him that. He's, he's, he's good at throwing in stride. He's good on the intermediate and short throws. Like, he's extremely accurate within that sense. And I don't have a problem kind of with him winning MVP if he wins over Lamar. Cause what did he be? Um, what did they be leaders in the AFC, too? If they win that yes, game? they would. They would. So, yep. so, if they lead in the AFC, two at the top of the leagues and pass the yards, completes all the numbers. Like, yeah, I mean, right, rightfully so. Rightfully, especially when he just came back from too with all the concussions, all the injuries, and all that stuff, having this type of season in the Dolphins, winning the AFC, and them actually being able to beat the good teams when they're saying all year that they can't, and he's he played a, he played really good in that Dallas game. He was a major reason on why they won that game. Yeah, he was. And the way that I see it, if Miami clinches that one seed in the division, the biggest question is going to be: Are they actually going to play Tua and Tyreek? I don't want to tell Cowboys fans this, but that boy Dak actually was playing good versus the uh, Dolphins. He was playing. He was playing some solid football. Nah, yeah. Hey, he was surprised me when he out there moving them legs. Seriously, bro. Like, cause his team was trying to hold him, bro. He kept answering, bro. I was just like, okay, that low key trying to play out here. But Tua really put that draw together, bro. I was really, I was really proud, bro. I was like, wow, cause I thought he was going to fold, bro. Because I be trying not to think about it, bro. But it's like every time I watch Tua, bro, I be like, oh, man, please don't hit him. Please don't hit him. Please don't hit him. Please don't hit him, bro. Like, I just like, bro, I don't be thinking. You can only imagine what he thinking, too, Bama. That's tough to play football out there when you done got hit like that so many times. Bro, that that that, that concussion was so bad, dog. So I just, I be thinking. Okay, so man. Miami cannot clinch the one seed with a win, but they can clinch the division with a win on Sunday. Wait, wait, so if they beat the Ravens and they went out against the Bills too, like, do they not like they don't? They're not gonna have the one seed in the AFC. Uh, they'll have the one seed if they went out, and even if Baltimore wins out, just for the sake of, or well, if they went out and then, uh, yeah, they'll have it just off a of tiebreaker. Oh, okay, like, they're okay. Not, yeah. But they're but that one seed won't be clinched until week eighteen. Oh, okay, that's okay. That's just, okay. I definitely think that the water is getting extremely muddy if if Tua goes out there and win. But it just it depends because I think Tua can still win if Lamar if Lamar has a great game. Maybe he can still like you know kind of stamp his stamp his mark on that. But I, I, if Tua oh just, definitely you know, goes out there and plays average. So what's Lamar is going to have? That's what I'm saying. So what's well, a, Lamar is going to have to do what he did against Miami? I think it was last twenty nineteen. Uh, no, he's gonna have to do what he did last year. Didn't Lance you have Miami. like six touchdowns that game? Yeah, uh, Lamar can't play like he played against Miami two years ago. 
Okay, okay. I mean, that's what I'm saying, because if one of the quarterbacks, like, out, like clearly outplay each other, but they end up losing, and the other quarterback that wins plays average, that that can still kind of, like, muddy up the waters depending on who wins and who loses. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it's going to get interesting. I think it's going to be between one of – whoever wins or loses that game is the MVP, though, in my eye. Hoping they both play good. So my thing is, what is a good game for uh for Tua? Probably like around. He's not good. He can't afford to, to win have, the MVP. Can't to afford to have MVP. more than like one turnover. Oh, to win the MVP, I think if yeah. he goes out there like you know, let's say like 69% completion rating, he throws yeah. out there, throws like. 310, 315, maybe like 290, somewhere around 290 to 310, somewhere around that. Especially against that Ravens defense. Probably puts up two to three touchdowns. I think that's enough to get the MVP. Especially in a, in a win, if he gets that, I'm not going to lie. That shit out of Yeah, in a win against a Baltimore defense that's yeah, like that, that shit, worst that top crazy. three in the league. Oh, yeah. It, in my opinion, that worst too. Because the only, people, yeah, only, only team I'm hearing is the Browns. Well, and statistically, Miami's been the best defense in the league since Jalen Ramsey got healthy. Are you for real? Yeah. I mean, that's not surprising. Jalen Ramsey, hey, man, best quarterback in the league. He got that type of impact. That's, that's kind of crazy, though. I ain't going to lie. Best defense in the NFL. That's what they, I've heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard a, a couple different times. But they, the did play that Jet, they did play that Jets offense twice, though. All right, one one last question because I got a physical therapy after this. Okay. Uh, the Colts, dog. If they had AR fifteen and um, oh. Jonathan, Jonathan uh uh Taylor, Taylor from the beginning, what y'all think? Y'all think this whole playoff picture look different, or what team? What what team looks different without an injury? Of course, everybody gonna say. The Jets, but I, I don't know, bro. I, I still, think the Bengals look the most different, in my opinion. Like they had Joe Burrow. True, true, I forgot about them. Damn. So I, ha- so I have two. Uh, Minnesota. Kirk, oh, yeah, would be my, Kirk would be my MVP if he was healthy. He was and, balling before he got hurt. Uh, he would hurt. He would hurt. And Jed, Kurt sure. and Jed has both got hurt. Yo, Jed is yep. still the best receiver in the league, bro. Sorry. And then, uh, and then my other one. Oh yeah, Nick Chubb. My other one would be Houston. Oh CJ. Yep. We probably like looking at him as an MVP too. No cap. Yeah. He was on that. He was on that. He did have a bad game versus the Jets, but everyone's had their worst game against that team. So, it's, and he's a rookie at the same time. So it's kind of yep. it's kind of um, justified. But if Emerson <coughs> stayed healthy, yeah, they 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 would have something to say about the playoffs. But that Colts team, yo, man, you made a great point. I think if they had AR-15 and Jonathan Taylor, which Tyken right now, because them boys is rolling with Gardner Minshew right now, bro. And it wasn't Zach Moss. Yeah, they are. They are like. rolling with Gardner Minshew and keeping my Minshew over Lord's take alive at this point. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, that T-Log thing definitely flying A's like wine. But I think the team that would be the most different without an injury would definitely be that Bengals team. Because if they had Joe Burrow there, they were starting to really get rolling when Joe Burrow came healthy. We saw a Burrow pieced up the Niners, went in there in Buffalo, beat the Bills, and then he got hurt versus the Ravens. Who knows what could have happened in that game? They were starting to get hot at the right moment, and Joe Burrow started getting to his form and being the quarterback that we know he is. So healthy. 
Yeah, and then that injury happened. Well, apparently that injury had taken place before. Yeah, they said it happened before before that game. Like, he was already injured heading into the game. They said he already had, like, a wrist thing. What's up, man? I know this is not the sexiest pick, but I'll probably say the Rams with Stafford and Coop Cup. People sit there and be like, oh, uh, Puka production will fall off. But you got to remember, McVay offense, it supports 2,000 yards receivers. Because Wilson oh, Cook, does. Without a Wilson doubt. Cook was always always the one and two, and they both had equal numbers. Like So it's not like one of yeah, them just got to go down to 800 yards because cut back. Like, nah, they, they, they both would be bugging. And, and you can't just sit there and be like, cut will go for 1,900 every year. Hell no. Nah, this is not yeah, how I don't know. That's not realistic. Um, I just I, felt I, like. I agree with that, Ben. I ain't going to lie. Because Stafford, one of them ones, bro. Stafford. He got that arm talent that everyone, you know, raves about with these other quarterbacks. And, like, he makes the throws at Pat Mahomes, the side arm throws, the no-lift throws, fits it into the through the tight window. And Puka and Cooper, like, we already know about Cup, but Puka wanted them runs, bro. I'm not going to lie. He wanted them runs. Any closing remarks for y'all boys before we get up out of here, man? Hey, man, all I got to say is fly, Eagles fly. We finna come back and get this Super Bowl this year. It might be, bro. What about you, Hellfire? Tom Brady was just as right about how bad this QB play has been this year as Cam was when he was talking about certain mm. quarterbacks being game managers. Mm. Cough, cough, Purdy. Mm. Mm. All right, y'all. Call your mama. Call your daddy. Peace. We'll see y'all, man. <laughs>